This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a dollhouse, an upset father, there's a new sheriff in town, enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where three friends sit around and discuss seminal 80s horror anthology show Tales from the Dark Side and recount it back to you. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, yay. Doing good. Oh, we are back in it. Back in it. Today's episode. Back in black. A toma sack. That is. This episode was a hot one. It was a hot one. I'm excited to talk about yeah. it. It was, what is the name of the The Giesen Stacks. The Giesen Stacks. The Giesen Stacks. As is customary, we guess what this episode is on title alone. Who would like to go first? I'll read mine. The Giesen Stacks. In a small Iowa town, somebody's been stacking all of the ceramic geese. But Why? Who's doing it? A werewolf? A, were- a werewolf returns. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is too close to that to, uh, yeah, I, I think we were on the same page. Of course we were. A Frankenstein begins stealing old people from a nursing home and using them to build modular homes. <laughs> Love he's it. Stacking he stacks them. Yeah, he yeah. stacks them. Stacking them. geezers. Yes. yes. Whereas mine was geese stacking. Huh. Let's see what I got up my old sleeve. Let's here. see what the real writer has. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode focus on, focuses on the next door neighbors in a sitcom with murder. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how when Matt got ready, he kind of rolled the sleeves up a little. Uh, yep. Let's let old <laughs> comedy noise. <laughs> Look, my dad has a bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's not what the episode was about. None of those were what the episode was about. We failed once again. Uh, this episode was called The Geese and Stacks. It is season three, episode five, aired October 26th, 1986. Uh, here's the real synopsis. Sam Hummel notices eerie parallels between... Hummel? Inven- Hummel? Yeah, I did not realize that either. Oh, my God. Sam Hummel notices eerie parallels between events in the life of his own family and events in the lives of his daughter Audrey's dolls, the Giesenstacks. This episode was directed by Bill Travis. Uh, this is Bill Travis's only directing credit. Huh. Uh, was written by Nancy Doyne. Uh, Nancy Doyne, who has... That's a fun name. Doing. Doing. Uh, she directed one episode of this show. Uh, or I'm sorry, she wrote one episode of this show and one episode of Tales from the Crypt. Really? Uh, Tales yeah. from the Crypt? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, Craig Wasson played uh, the dad, uh, a.k.a. Sam, working TV actor. Uh, he was uh, Neil in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 in uh, Dream Warriors. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom, 
uh, was played by actress Tandy Cronin, uh, another working TV actress, daughter of Hume Cronin, Cronin. and Jessica I Tandy. Thought so. That's what I thought too. Yeah, that's not a, a usual name. And and her first name is Tandy. <laughs> Tandy Cronin. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Richard was played by Larry Pine. Larry Pine did lots of TV. He did lots of soaps. Uh, he, he's been in a bunch of Wes Anderson movies as well. Really? Um, yeah. <coughs> he was in, um, he was the fake Charlie Rose guy in, uh, 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 uh Royal Tenenbaums. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, yes. Wildcat. I gotta go. Uh, he was in Grand Budapest Hotel, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, Audrey was played by Lana Hirsch. This is uh, Lana Hirsch's only acting role. Um, that, that was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She she did great. Yeah, she was fine. She was really creepy. Yeah, guys, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Oh, but there is unseen by most an underworld. A place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. Yeah, it's a dark side. Oh, a dark, dark side. side. A dark side. Uh, the door from the dark side swings right open. It's a violin. Oh, who's it's, murdering cats? It, uh, to me, it sounded it sounded like Poindexter during the party, uh, during a Revenge of the Nerds, where before, um, <laughs> before Booger brings out the wonder joints, mm-hmm. And um, Poindexter gets up and he's playing the violin. Yep. And it was, I mean, almost to a T. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. This dad, I don't think he was, I don't think the actor was acting. I think that guy was like, we've been uh, at the shoot for seven hours already. How much, <laughs> how can't much more to footage kid do you murder a girl. <laughs> So a pile of violins she's burned through already. How, many, how much fucking longer do we have to do this? Can we turn the sound down on that? Can we just, uh, you know, ADR it yeah. in later? No? All right. Can't, can't, what if she's learning how to play the keyboard, but she just pretends to play it? What if we turn the sound off? This is not going great. No. I, I, and then the dad is like, hey, and the mom are like, hey, it's bedtime. Ten o'clock, which is super late. Yeah, super late. I my bedtime when I was her age was definitely not ten o'clock. No, if I got to nine o'clock at her age, I'd be like, I'm getting away with. Something. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. I had to pull some shit to get up, get away with nine o'clock. Yeah. I yeah. do it. Not during the summer. During the summer, I could stay up as late as I wanted. Um, but yeah, during the school year, pff, nope, forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you are you don't even realize that you're up at five in the morning every day. Right. <laughs> um, she's like, uh, she's like, not for me. And then the mom pulls out the best mom trick of all time. Oh, well, your Uncle Richard's coming. Good old tomorrow. fashioned bribery. Yep. Yeah. If you go to bed early today, you can stay up as late as you want tomorrow. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> She is up the stairs in a flash. And then it immediately cuts to the next day. Yes. Yeah. This, this episode blew me away with their with their fade-ins and fade-outs. Yeah. They absolutely advanced time mm-hmm. well. I was like, this is like this is like a real TV show right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Although it was it was such a like a 
stark. A, yes, it was such a stark transition that it seemed like the episode had like seven act breaks. It did. It did. It definitely did. They needed they needed a composite shot yeah. of the house from the outside. Mm-hmm. And then back in the next day. That might have just been because the director, this is the only thing the director has directed. So like you notice when people were having conversations, you were just getting like one person in the shot. There wasn't ever that like over the shoulder shoulder shot or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. But it was still good. It was still good. It was still good. So it's the next day and Uncle Richard, who is a real estate agent. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is really funny to me because it was very much like, intro improv scene where it's like edith tell uncle richard to take audrey upstairs okay sam names 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 <laughs> must remember names god what is your name must just let me write down these names sam. all these fucking oh, names god. how how do people talk it's a, matt my friend since junior <laughs> high school and you are my brother because we grew up in the same home and came out of the same mother <laughs> oh Raiden, Lord of Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> oh, finish him? All right. <laughs> Mortal Kombat does have my absolute favorite um, just piling on names. I was like, oh, no, you have to face Sub-Zero. Ancient N- Chinese Ninja Warrior a with free- a heart so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Richard has a huge box in the middle of the room. Not a giant vagina. Right. (laughs) Squish, squish. Uh, He... (laughs) a boot stuck in there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) That for JJ ate my Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) The weirdest comment. Yeah. I was thinking, trying to think of a high society shoe. <laughs> <laughs> my monocle. <laughs> why, why that twat ate my brogue. <laughs> Next time, try Wellingtons. <laughs> Wellingtons wellies. Are- we guarantee they'll stay on your foot even through the most vicious of suction. <laughs> I can't get it. <laughs> That's right, vagina. You can't. Is that a real big? Pro- is that what the real problem of this episode is? I think so. They don't explain the humongous vagina in the room. <laughs> Guys, there was obviously. Let's. We need to talk about the enormous vagina in the room. Uh, oh, that alternative. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, God. Well, it's not a big vagina. It is a dollhouse. A big a big dollhouse. A big, big old dollhouse with such sweet, wonderful dolls inside. Oh, certainly not so merchants of these death. Things, these, these things looked straight out of Puppet Master. Yes, yeah. Just black eyes. All yeah, of them had... Soulless eyes. Yeah, soulless eyes. Like, you know, neutral Yet depressed faces. Well, honestly, what the dad, what Mr. Giesenstack looked like to me was Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. 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 They were like Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Minus any decoration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were they were just creepy as fuck. 
And there's four of them. There's uh, a Mama Giesenstack, a Papa Giesenstack, uh, an Audrey Giesenstack, and an, and Uncle, an Uncle Richard, Richard Giesenstack. Yep. She starts playing with him, and almost immediately... Everyone starts getting unsettled by her, yes. Yeah, like, she goes from zero to 60 real quick on how attached she is to these dolls. Yes. <laughs> so, it's, so it does another cut. Again, advancing time. I'm I'm with it. Yeah. Now it's just her in the room. It's the next day. And we, we should say Uncle Richard brought these because he's a right. real estate agent. He went to sell a property, I believe. And uh, when he went in there, the only thing in the house, the house had been cleared out. The only thing in the house was this dollhouse. So I just want to point out that... Just because you're a real estate agent and you go into a house doesn't mean you can take whatever you want. Right. And he just yeah. took this fucking dollhouse. Like, how do you know that was the only thing they, you know, they left there because it couldn't fit and they were coming back for it later, you thief? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Richard seems kind of shady. He I bet you he has everybody call him Uncle Richard. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're a real estate in- agent, yeah. Uncle Richard. Uh, can I Thanks, just call Richard. you? Can I just call you Richard? Uh, no. <laughs> Did you read the card? It's, y- it says y- Uncle Richard. Yeah, because you have an uncle in the real estate business. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Uncle Richard is your real estate man. <laughs> <laughs> um, free lapsets. <laughs> it, it does say on the card, free lapsets. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever need to talk about property while sitting on my lap, feel free. Hey, do you know, are you old enough to drink a beer? <laughs> you are now. You are now. You're in the Richard zone. Hey, but this is just our secret. <laughs> Don't tell your mom. The Richards. <laughs> oh, this guy's a fucking creep. Um, and should be arrested. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so, okay, next day? Yeah, it's, it's it the, is next the next day. day. Dad is sitting on the couch reading the paper. Dad is great at reading the paper. He is, well, he's good, he's good at making faces at the paper. Yeah. I'm not sure he reads that well. Um, but so uh, the little girl, what was the little girl's name? Audrey. Audrey. Audrey, uh, Audrey is talking to Mr. and Mrs. Giesenstack, and she starts talking about how much she likes Mrs. Giesenstack's new coat. Mm-hmm. And it's got a pretty velvet collar. It's got shiny buttons. buttons? Yeah, the way buttons. she says buttons. buttons. Oh man, I I can't stand it when people say buttons like that. Stop it! Like there was a guy at my last company that would always say button. What? Button. Like <clears throat> we need we need two more buttons on this page. There is not a space. In the word, it is not butt in. It is button. On um on Wheel of Fortune last night, uh, it was (laughs) the best start of any story. (laughs) On Wheel of Fortune, (laughs) when had we turned? I don't even remember what the full phrase was, but the last word was macadamias, Uh, and like. The word macadamias was like filled in. Mm -hmm. And so the first woman says, I'd like to solve the puzzle, blah, 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 macadamians. (laughs) So Pat has, you know, there's a pause. I'm sorry, that's not correct. Next woman, I'd like to solve the puzzle, whatever, whatever, macadamia. Nope, that's still not it. They had to go to three people 
to get someone to properly say macadamias. Oh, macadamias. Fuck, now I'm saying it. <laughs> now, I, now I'm the geese and stack. <laughs> oh, that's what I get for throwing stones at, for throwing macadamias at. Anyway. People in nut houses shouldn't throw nuts. <laughs> Talking about balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, where'd you come from, cool dude? <laughs> oh, shit. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> hey, you got a place for me to set my nuts? Bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sheriff, uh, I don't know if this is that kind of town. Hey, it is. You see my shiny brass button? That means I can leave my Count Saculas wherever I roam. <laughs> Saculas. Get me my gun. They're attached to your nuts. Each nut has two. That's a holster on each side. You got four tiny guns on your nuts. There's three men in justice. One is me. The other two are my balls. What are their names? Sam Cartwright and Carson Stevenson. Carson Stevenson? Yeah, he was. uh, He was an English man. Oh, he's the Englishman? Yeah. He escaped a life of wealth to right the wrongs of society. Oh, well, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That sheriff just killed eight people. Well, he had a badge on. There's nothing we can do to stop <laughs> nothing him. Nothing we can do to stop him. Seems legit. Yeah. I don't think that guy was a sheriff. <laughs> he had little guns on his balls, though. <laughs> that is true. Well, anyway, fill him up. Bump, bump. Uh, Mom walks in the door after Audrey says the thing about the coat, <laughs> the coat. The <laughs> we tried real hard, but we are so stuck on the sheriff's nut. <laughs> Sam Cartwright. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay. I just see a little nutsack all hairy with the, like the pistol. The little bandle, yeah, the little uh, the belt. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Uh, uh, you okay, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I love that we are. We're just aiming for the stars yep. with our comedy. Yep. <laughs> aiming for the stars, landing in the toilet every time. That's the Jen Hansen promise. That's the T from the D side <laughs> yeah. promise. <laughs> Okay, so Audrey is talking <laughs> to the to Mama Giesenstein, mm-hmm. admiring her coat as uh, as the real uh, mother walks into the house and says, uh, "Honey, look at my new coat." Right? Isn't it divine? Yeah, she says that like three times. She does. She really drives that. Yeah, home. it's like now, all right. This coat is a real Christmas carol. It is a thousand percent a real Christmas carol. It has those like wide lapel, like a doorman. Yeah, it's a beautiful coat. I mean, it's divine, but obviously, it's, but but it's not like an '80s coat. No, I don't think so. It feels much more like a like I'm gonna go outside and see a boy chasing a hula hoop with yeah. a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's called, but well, 
I'm off to do some wassailing. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, you, uh, you want to? Anybody want to wassail? <laughs> All right, well, I guess, I guess it's so. guess it's your loss. Yeah. We three kings of Orientar. It's 1986. <laughs> the day was 1986. The time was right. The geese and sacks, geese and sacks, the nut sack. <laughs> fuck me. This is my third ball. His name is Nutty Geese and Sack. He's a wild one. Oh, yeah. Doctor tried to tell me he was just a tumor on my taint. But I, I shot him in the mouth. <laughs> That doc, that doc don't say nothing to nobody anymore. Oh, God. It's me, you nutsacks. What's going on up there? It's traffic. <laughs> Give me something to shoot. And weather. It's going to be another muggy one, folks. It's going to be real damp down here. It's hot and damp, like it always is. Unless we're dead. <laughs> Okay. This bitch won't shut up about this. Coat. About how? Okay, so just I just want—I just want to make sure that you guys thought that that at times in this episode she was this bitch. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, well, I, I not, did like not through the whole thing. No, what I did like about her was that um, she was the one that dad was the one who was freaking out, yes. and mom and she was, was the one who was a little more grounded in reality. Yeah, I God, what did I write? I uh, mom, mom has the na- the rational mind. Dad, no, he's a dreamer. Yeah, he well, if sure. Yeah, yeah. He turned. He he's like dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. So I thought that part was good. Yeah, I thought it was good that like there are other episodes where it just would not be acknowledged at right. all. Right, but he's like, she has the new coat. She won't stop talking about this coat too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Luckily, the dad was kind of slow, so mm-hmm. he can see things. Move, like, we can kind of see the writing on his face where he's he's figuring yeah. it out. You know, you can hear the the theme song to the uh, the dating show or whatever. I, mm-hmm. Fuck, never mind. Yes, thank you. Um. So you can see him figuring things out, and then he he says, "Did you know your mom was gonna get?" A coat? I don't know. So she said her several times. Everything. She said several times. Well, I just saw it in the window, and yeah. I loved it so much. I had to have it. Right. She says that at least three times. Yeah, yeah. Just on a whim, I think might have been in there as well. So your mom, she told you she was getting the coat, right? No, Dad. She said on a whim. Do you know what that means? Not really. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm eight ish. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because she can't be above 10 if she's playing with dolls this hard. Yeah. Like, she is full bore playing with dolls. She no, is, she's, she's single digits. Yeah, she, yeah. And she, I mean, she's she's talking to them. She's tall pretty. for her age. Let's go with that. Sure, yeah. sure. Tall for her age. Um, but so the, the, the dad's really interested in this. But then... Um, then he goes and he turns on the TV, and that's when we find out like TV is kind of on the fritz. The, the TV was kind of a, a weird thing. Yeah, in did this, that right? have it anything never to do with anything? Off. It never paid off. So I guess that's kind of the gun in this episode, right? Okay. Um, and that is when we find out. Oh wait, no, we already found out their names were the geese and stacks. Sorry. Yes. Um, 
But he turns on the TV at this point, and this TV is so broke, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think they even show the TV, and there is never a picture on it. Never. Right. It's just like sounds and static. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think maybe like you see him trying to jostle the uh, the antenna. Yep. And like maybe smack the side of it like you used to on TVs when they could handle getting smacked. Yep. And then it's the act break. Yeah. Then, then, it's, it's, the act then break. it's the act break. I have a theory about the TV. We can talk about it at the end. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's come right back after this important commercial announcement. dad's face and he's starting to put this whole thing together oh yeah, yeah totally well you can you can see that that things are, are starting to form but it's not until she starts to talk about how mr Giesenstack is sick no going to work for you tomorrow mr Giesenstack. you have to stay in bed so it is at this point that i realize that this dad is the poor man's matthew modine okay Yep. You think? He looks so much like Matthew Modine's like wild brother. Yeah. <laughs> like Jimmy Modine. Matthew. <laughs> bathroom Modine? Bath Matthew. I like uh, bathroom. <laughs> can we talk about bathroom Bo- Modine for a moment? Did you guys ever watch Jimmy Glick? Yes. His kids were Matthew and Modine. <laughs> Two sons. You ever think about um, <laughs> and then I and also this kid likes these dolls too much. Every waking moment, they're like the family's having breakfast, but she is overplaying with the geese and stacks. Mm-hmm. And there, so, there's a lot of stuff with the geese and stacks that they don't explain, mm-hmm. like like everything, like everything. Uh, yeah, we'll. Ta- I guess we'll talk about that later. But it is fi- it is obvious to me. That she's hearing the geese and mm-hmm. stacks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Th- this is not just a kid playing. This is the, the dolls are telling her stuff. Right. Right. She's not she's not determining these things. She's not making this stuff up and then it happens. Yeah, though that that kind of seems to be a theme of this season mm-hmm. because the um oh, what was it? I hate saying goodbye or I Right, yeah. Uh the the little girl couldn't control it. She mm-hmm. just knew when someone was going to die. And then she touched their face. Um, Goodbye. Yeah, this one, it, it seems like the little girl is just along for the ride as well. And so after saying, you know, no, Mr. Giesenstack, you're staying in bed. Cut to the dad the next morning in bed with a hot water bottle. Um, on his on his stomach? Yeah. Uh, well, I saw, I saw the hot water bottle on the bed. And it... it, it <laughs> It looked kind of weird, and for a second I thought it was a stuffed waffle. 
And I was like, what the fuck is that thing? Um, and then I realized like, oh, hot water bottle. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so he's like, oh, I've got to, I've got to go and I've got to meet with these clients. So they're going to fire me. And she says, no, 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 you have to stay in bed. Um, you know, you stay in bed and I'll come back at noon with some soup. And so I think, and I think the, the dad is the dad is is really starting to put things together now because yeah. the little girl kept saying like you're gonna stay in bed all day, Mister Giesenstack. No work, for no you. work for you, yep. and you're gonna eat chicken soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it cuts to later in the day, and the little girl is talking to Mister Giesenstack, saying, "I'm glad you feel better. Off to work for you, or you know something, Some bullshit. yeah, mm-hmm. something like that." Um, and no more monkey business, um, or you're going to get a spanking. Yeah, so that part I didn't. I didn't. I not, didn't get that part either. I didn't, yeah, a couple of these didn't didn't pay off, right? Right, that one didn't pay off to me. Or maybe maybe the some of the things oh. that aren't answered were actually cut from the episode. Maybe. Or, or is she yelling at Mister Giesenstack with that, with the monkey business? That maybe, line? yeah. Maybe it has to do with him being late. What what happens next? Yeah, because then he um. is uh, he is late because mom has made a succulent pork roast dinner. This drives me crazy. Oh, oh, I know. You're gonna say what I'm thinking. Yeah, because dad is late, she has she burned, burned the, the roast. Po- yeah, just t- what are you doing? You- Turn the fucking oven off. Take the goddamn pot roast out. Yeah, you put a goddamn piece of tin foil over it and you let it rest. Yeah. You you use a timer. The oven has one, or or just a watch. You check it. If you're also, really, do you know how much it takes to burn a roast? A lot. A lot. A lot more than an hour late. Yep. The roast would be dry <clears throat> as shit, but it would not be burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you tent they were that like shit. unless they were like broiling a what roast. You, if she's broiling a pot roast, she deserves. She's an the idiot. End of this episode. <laughs> Low and slow is the yeah. way you cook a roast. You're braising that thing. Come on. Yeah, come on, guys. Welcome back to Braze Talk. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to brown that meat? You're going to brown the meat. You're going to put it in a pot, low oven, little bed of vegetables underneath. You got so, some wine in there if you want it. Yeah, throw it in. You want you need something to create a little steam, but it's going to it's it's going to release a lot of juices on its own. Yeah, and it's going to be fantastic. A little bouquet garni. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Tie up some thyme. Oh, yeah. You got a stew going. You got a stew going. <laughs> This bitch not doing any of that. No. Nope. She straight up was like, I put it in the microwave for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrapped it in tin foil and I put it in the microwave. It is burned. <laughs> also, the microwave doesn't work anymore. And I've, t- I've picked up smoking, which no one has seen me do this whole episode. Yeah, what episode. was that? I guess well, they were that, just like... That, I, but it definitely, that I'm willing to afford them. I will give you that. But it did feel like actor's business. They're like yeah, yeah. where where she was probably in that scene and was like, I need something to do. And or- I can't hold a burned roast. <laughs> right, because we're not gonna we can't afford a roast. Right. <laughs> smoke. Just smoke. Everybody smokes. Do you smoke? I do now. I love the the little girls also playing violin at this point again. Again. And she's wearing saddle shoes. Yeah. I was like, uh. He walks in, the dad walks in. And the mom is immediately on him. You could have called to tell me you were going to be an hour late. The roast is burned now. And the dad sits down and says, oh, did you make a roast? 
and that's I not going to get you out of this. Apologetic, yeah. At but it's he, not going to get you out of this. At least he acknowledges that he's made a mistake. But the biggest mistake that he's done is worn white socks with his suit, <laughs> with his black <laughs> pants. Yeah, I did not notice that. Like, oh, I noticed as soon as he sat down. Like, dude, no, you are not a blues wife- brother. <laughs> <laughs> How did your wife let you leave the house? Though, I guess in the 80s, maybe that flew more. Um, but, I mean, w- what we see in... Um, God, was it the beginning of the next act? act or No, it, it's, it's, the, it's right now. It's, it's right now. Yeah, um, Audrey's playing with the geese and stacks again. And the... Or wait, no. The, uh, no it was a little bit after this because wasn't... Um, the uncle, no, the uncle, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm totally messed up guys. Um, she, the girl starts talking about how Mr. Mrs. Giesenstack, um, basically got, got knocked out. She got punched by Mr. Giesenstack. Yeah. Hit in the head. Mm -hmm. Hit in the head. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and, oh, do you, do you need a cold compress? Yeah. Um, that's not going to stop a concussion for one, but okay. Uh, and so mom and dad argue for what felt like five seconds before mm-hmm. he gets up off the couch, fist ready to punch her. And I was like, that was like out of nowhere. Yeah, where did this come from? I wrote down, this guy just flipped. Yeah. He like went, he went 180 out from apologetic yeah. on the couch. So it's like the dolls are controlling them. That's where my head yeah. is. Like I, I feel it is much more of like a self fulfilling prophecy with mm-hmm. the dolls. I don't know. Like if this if this episode has a fault, it's that. Yeah. It's that they leave you well kind of I mean, hanging. I, I think that that would be a fairly interesting twist to have the puppets be the puppet masters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm still jumping ahead. But yeah, he it just, was just so weird that he out almost, of nowhere yeah. he just balls his fist like I'm gonna hit my and, wife and, yeah. and gets up off the couch aggressively, and I think, I mean, th- that was just really weird, right, to me, that out of nowhere, and I think that if it, if it I, wasn't the the dolls having any influence, it was. To reflect just how bonkers the dad has gone. Right. But it wasn't... He wasn't there yet. They wanted to do a... Th- uh, yeah, I, looked, I think they really... But he looked horrified as he was doing it. So I think he is realizing he's mm-hmm. under some sort of control. Yeah. But it felt like a third act move in the second act. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I needed... I needed one more thing. I needed, like, an accident instead of the... Yeah, but this was eighty six. Hitting your wife wasn't as uh, wasn't as third act then. <laughs> oh, those those sweet days. Yeah, oh, <laughs> those were the days. So long as I made the hit parade, uh, and I believe that's an act break. Yeah, that is. All right, okay. uh, we'll be back right after this. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
fruit scrap gum and bubble gum. Welcome back. All right, it is Act Three. Act Three. Daddy's drinking. Yeah, Daddy is a mess. Now Uncle Richard is here. He's talking to uh, he's talking to Dad, and Dad's like, "Where did these really come from?" Yeah, What's, you have to tell me where you did tell they go. Tell me, yeah, yeah, something is wrong with them. And he's like, "No, I told you where I got yeah. them from." No, no, you're not telling me everything. These guys are real. They're alive. Yeah. Dad is freaking out. Now he's waking up in the middle of the night. He's. Well, I like that dad hate whispered at them. Oh, yeah. What, what are you looking at? Something well, no, it was something. It was something like, <laughs> you're not going to get me. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not the kind of thing you want to say to a doll. That yeah. only encourages it to get you. <laughs> God damn keys and stacks. Get your paws off me, you dirty. Dirty keys and stacks. Uh, mom has a little chat with uh, Uncle Richard. Said, uh, you know, uh, he's uh, he's a little fixated on these dolls. He's uh, he's starting to go crackers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it at? Th- and he's staring out the window. <laughs> yeah, he's staring he, out the window. He's on the lanai. Like a cat. He's on the lanai, just like a maniac. Yeah. Just pacing and looking and looking. And now he hears uh, his daughter have a conversation uh, with the Giesenstack saying, basically making it sound like he jumped out the window. Right. Does he yeah, break yeah, his yeah. bones? Does he die? Should we have a funeral? And he runs over. He he grabs her before Mr. Giesenstack can fall out the window mm-hmm. and is telling her, no, none of your dolls will ever die. He, no one's going to jump out of the window. No dolls jumping out of the window today. Your dolls are going to stay alive. All of your dolls will stay alive. And like a little bit of me was like, well, okay, I think I, I think that that isn't necessarily going to upset her because it could be seen as the dad just not wanting her to focus on bad things about her dolls just wanted her to focus on them playing or whatever but you know in actuality the dad's losing it mm-hmm. yeah. and he doesn't want her forecasting his death through dollmancy right so mom's like all right i'm giving him away tomorrow uh, uh enough of this so uh, and then the daughter says like some of the creepiest shit she says all episode yeah where it's like Oh, don't worry, Mommy. The geese and stacks are going on a long trip tomorrow. And then then it's night. Now, they're playing like public domain classical music. Mm-hmm. I really liked the but music for this. it is working. Yeah. yeah and the, the, the fact that they, they kept using that musical cue um, throughout the episode... When I mean, basically, whenever the dad was alone with the dolls, mm-hmm. you heard that musical cue, and I really liked it. I really thought it was effective, um, and really aided to the air of tension. Tension, like it was, just, it was unsettling. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it gets to be that night. Cut to the living room. 
the dollhouse. It starts focusing on the dollhouse, and then the lights come on in the dollhouse. Creepy. And well, there, there's there's that point where he wakes up in the middle of the night, and he goes downstairs. And the dollhouse is there, and all three of the adult, the two adult yeah. geese and stacks, and Audrey geese and stack are all looking, looking out, the, out window. the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he looks out the window, and I was like, "That's pretty good." Yeah. That was pretty good. And then he goes back upstairs. Mm-hmm. And that's when I think we get what you're talking about here. So, so yeah. So the lights come on inside the dollhouse. Mysterious wind starts blowing out through the little curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly it cuts to the next day. And Uncle Richard walks into the house. And the house is empty. Except for the dollhouse. And so isn't that when you start to kind of hear things play back in Uncle Richard's mm-hmm. head about they left suddenly, didn't leave anything behind. <clears throat> and so he starts to hear back some of the conversations and it, everything starts to mirror when he was talking about that family leaving the dollhouse behind. Right. He starts walking towards the dollhouse, calling out, f- calling out their names. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he can hear them in the dollhouse call out to him, right? Um, I think so. so. You see, you cut to mom and dad in bed, and they mm-hmm. hear Uncle Richard, but they hear his voice booming at them. Yeah, because, like a giant. Yeah, and and the and the house is the house is, is like... shadow. Yeah, it's shaking the house mm-hmm. because <clears throat> they are now the dollhouse. Yes. The dollhouse is now mom and dad and Audrey's house. They're in bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. This. This is an interesting transformation. So I didn't quite get it the first time that I watched. I got immediately that Sam, Edith, and Aubrey became the dolls. Mm -hmm. But it took the very end for me to get that Uncle Richard became a doll as well. Why did Uncle Richard become a doll? Because he was the fourth doll. Oh, all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So he gets he gets, Uncle Richard before he transforms into a doll is now weeping over the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And and then it cuts to the empty house with the dollhouse in it. And in walks a lady we've never seen mm-hmm. before. Another lady real, real estate yeah, agent. A, yeah, wearing a, a realtor badge. And what is her name? Hyler? I think it was Hyler. I, I want something. I, well, doesn't matter. Well, I was wondering if it was another kind of like play on something. Oh, oh, like mm-hmm. Hummel is yeah a play on something. So I was wondering if there was another kind of doll brand that was based off of her. But she goes to the dollhouse. She opens it up, and now you see the bottom, mm-hmm. which is the living room mm-hmm. that they're in, with Uncle Richard on the floor. And the another tiny dollhouse inside of the dollhouse. And so she opens that and she pulls out the little dollhouse and she opens it. And I think that's where the geese and stacks were, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, those are the tiny geese and stacks in there. Yeah. And the episode. Mm-hmm. I liked it, and I re- I really liked the. I really like the choice of music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were there were some things that were confusing, but I guess I'd rather have things left mysterious than have everything explained to me. I, I can agree with that. There were a few things that I was that we didn't mention that I wanted to mention, like when they're they're doing that ending scene where 
he's drinking with uh, Sam is drinking with Uncle Richard, and then Uncle Richard goes to talk to Edith. The way they are talking about the dad character is like he's fucking these dolls. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't. I, I... Richard, uh, Sam is really doing something with these dolls, and I believe it involves this. <laughs> And then he did some of this. And he put a, a little in his hand and went. And then he took it and he went. And then he lost his Wellington in a, in a, in a suction bash. Ah, barefoot. And then a sheriff walked in. And the sheriff had. Three balls? Yeah, three balls, but like one of them just looked like an, a really weird... It was like a growth on his taint. A taint growth? Yeah. I wouldn't have called it a ball if you... I, mean, I just would have called it a, a, like a sickness sack. I would, have called, <laughs> I would have called it concerning. Right. I would have, I would have called it like, get thee to the nunnery. <laughs> like <laughs> If the nunnery was the hospital. The hospital. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how sometimes I like to kid and to joke? But like seriously, he needed he to. He did not look well. They needed to take yeah. a section of it out and test it for I disease. Would for sure, biopsy. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> test it for disease. <laughs> Sounded good though. Yeah. I just needed to be tested with disease. Yeah, tested it, with disease. <laughs> put put AIDS Can on you it. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> um. You've been tested Jesus. by disease. Is that the next album you guys are reviewing on Roach Coast? Yeah. <laughs> tested by disease yeah. by unwitting neighbor. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, what would you guys have changed in this episode? Not too much. Yeah, not not much. I, I liked it. Um, So it did a lot of things that I've asked for in other episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, like the cut-aheads, mm-hmm. the the time passing. I I wish that it just would have. I I wish that some of those those time shifts would have been handled. Uh, I, I guess saying organically isn't right because it, it's not like it really took you out that much. It just really did seem like there were more. It was act jarring. Breaks. There weren't. Yeah. I don't think there were like proper transitions. Yeah. Because you would cut from like, you know, dad sitting on the couch to dad sitting on the couch again. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it just felt like a jump more yeah. than a yeah, like a bad edit instead. Right. Well, of and uh, like in my notes, you can see where I thought there was an act break. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had a couple of those I too. Those yeah. out, yeah. I think I think if I go to the writers' room on it, I think they left a lot of chips on the table with what they could have done with the Giesenstacks. Yeah. Like, what if one mm-hmm. of the Giesenstacks went missing? Yeah. And then it comes back and it's set up like a funeral parlor. Yeah. Like, like what if they played mm. with that aspect of the Giesenstacks? Because it was so, like... And, and if they didn't have the daughter there to spoon feed everything yeah i would have liked it if she did less narrating and more you saw what was happening to the dolls you know then he became obsessed with watching them and seeing if he could wait right for them to change, and then he but- then he <laughs> could ask her what she's doing and it's like oh they're having a funeral yeah yeah oh, oh, yeah that's i like i like that i like that better. oh they're worried because mrs geesenstack is missing yeah 
oh, they're worried because, or you know, like this per- they uh, uncle Uncle Richard got into an accident, yeah, or like anything like that, where it kind of like keeps planting the seeds, mm-hmm. or or it's like this person comes back but they're missing an arm. I mean, let's, yeah, I'm just going way off the sure. rails that they would mm-hmm. never do for this show, um, but like. I felt like they could have done more. I think if they would have had an hour versus a half an hour, yeah. they definitely could have explored a lot more. But I think that for the 22 minutes, all I would have really wanted is for them to fix the transitions, maybe tighten up a few things here or there. But I right. think that overall, this was a really solid episode. Was the TV always weird because they were already in Giesenstack land and they were already... Right, Becoming, they were transitioning yeah. between reality Worlds. and yeah. I don't know because it it sounded like the TV had been broken for a while or had been on the fritz for a while, but the TV I don't know maybe maybe they had been transitioning for a while. Who knows? The TV was kind of a wasted resource. Like, yeah, it was. <clears throat> so I think that's one of the areas where they could have tightened. Oh things up God, you know what would have been creepy as fuck. Hmm. Like when they transitioned, if the TV would have come on and there was just doll faces on it. Yeah, that would have been great. Oh, God. Oh, no that, thanks. that would have been. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it kind of would have been like um, Candle Cove. I know that you didn't watch uh, Channel Zero, mm-hmm. but um, so the first season of Channel Zero was called Candle Cove. And it was about this kid's puppet show um, that only these kids in this one town remember seeing. None of the adults ever saw the show. It was just these kids. And then a bunch of the kids went missing. And the puppet show is like local PBS affiliate bad. Like it's... Well, you know what? I I, I take that back because probably local PBS affiliates would be pretty good because... Mr. Rogers was a local PBS affiliate in Pittsburgh. Um, this was more of a local UHF, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that didn't have near the money that a pledge drive would provide. Right. Um, but the, you know, like nothing was super creepy about the dolls. It's just that the dolls were kind of of a lower quality it gave it a weird feeling like you'd you'd really you'd have to you'd have to look it up um to see what i'm talking about yeah but if the tv would have turned on and it would have been like dolls still mm-hmm. in, in like still setups i think it would have been cool if you saw that the Giesenstacks had their own dolls or their own like tiny doll house in there um even earlier Mm-hmm. Oh well, so I I think that it would have been um, interesting if they didn't have it earlier. Well, they didn't. We don't know. We never saw inside. That's true. So here's another question: the real estate agent at the end, did she know? I don't know. That's a good question because she went she went she right went for right that right for the second yeah dollhouse. She did. I, I was I, I was I was thinking that that was kind of strange too that she knew exactly where to go. Pretty weird. So maybe this whole thing <laughs> is a real estate tip guide to how do you get rid of a creepy realtor? Yeah. 
Like, how do you get rid of Uncle Richard's lap reality? <laughs> a, don't ever go there. Right. Well, that's yeah, one you way. You don't have yeah. to use Uncle Richard. But You're there's right. like only two people in town, and this is the 80s, and they were like... I'm not going to go to the woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scale of one to ten Giesenstacks. How many Giesenstacks do you guys give this episode? Oh, I'd give this eight and a half. Eight and a half? I'm in like eight and a half, nine. I really, I really, really liked it. Great. I gave it a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. I almost feel like you you should see this one. I do. I liked I I would I would recommend, recommend it. it. I would recommend it uh, yep. heartily. I this is not a must watch for me. Is this a must watch for you? I don't know. I don't know. I you know what? It's gonna be hard for me to say any of them are must watch until we're done with the entire series just because it's but we can have as many must watches as as we want i think that this is a very good example of when tales from the dark side could be effectively creepy yeah yep good <clears throat> twist of fate mm-hmm. um well uh, pretty well executed across the board yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't I think know, so. i don't know if it's required but man i i I would rec. I I recommend it. It's recommend not it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have one required episode. Yes. Inside the closet. That's right. Oh, we didn't have parlor floor front as required. Oh, that's required oh, too. That might have been required too. Yeah. And I have a feeling that one coming up soon will be required as well. Yes. Well, we are um, next week. Jingle bells. Batman smells. And there's something in the woods that you better be good to. Because we are watching Seasons of the Leaf. Yes. And uh, we can't wait to share that episode with you. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Did I miss anything, Jen, before I I go into the final spiel? You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram. We love talking to everybody on there. Uh, Thanks for everybody who ordered some stickers from us, wanted some stickers. We got those out, and we hope that you received them safely. If you haven't, uh, get in contact with us. And if if you still want some, reach out. Just reach out to us, let us know, and we can make that happen. Yeah. Um, On Twitter, we are TFTDSpod. And on email, we're T from the dark side at gmail.com. All right. Anything else, guys? Did you say Facebook? Yes. Facebook and Instagram is T from the dark side. Yeah. Okay. Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. The daylight. You should try to enjoy it. I mean, don't become a doll. Become a detective. Try to enjoy the daylight. Yay, bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T. From the dark side, and on Twitter at tftdspod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.